Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Welcome to the Fee-for-Service Dentist Podcast. Our guest today is an old friend, Danica Brennan. You may remember her, Dr. Brennan. She was military and she got out and she did a startup from scratch, de novo, in Tampa, Florida. And what a nightmare she's had with her contractor, but that didn't stop her. She made lemonade out of lemons. She went right in there with her mother and redid the construction herself. How about that for pulling yourself up by your bootstraps? Well, she's been open officially since November 5th, and she's going to fill us in a little bit. Forgive the audio a little bit. She's on a car phone, but she was so excited we had to get this on tape. Our podcast, as always, is brought to you by Kettenbach. So imagine one product for every cementation protocol. It's now available. It's a hydrophilic adhesive cement and a hydrophobic core buildup. It's in one product called Vesalis Semcore. Experience why dentists bond permanently with Kettenbach's all-in-one adhesive cement and core buildup, Vesalis Semcore. Call Kettenbach, 877-532-2123, or visit them on the web at kettenbach-dent.us. Enjoy the show, folks. If you like it, share it with your friends. Click like, subscribe. Appreciate you all. Thank you. My name is Drew Burns, and I'm a part of a small group of dentists who believe something crazy. We believe that the standard of care is just not good enough. We demand the best of ourselves and the best for our patients. We believe that the best way, no, the only way to practice dentistry is on our own terms. If you ask the dental consultants or the corporate CEOs, they tell you that what we're doing isn't smart, that fee-for-service dentistry is dead, and that the golden age of dentistry is over. Yet, while others focus on profits first, we focus on the patient first. And yet, our offices are some of the most profitable in the entire country because we invest in ourselves and we are doing things right. It's our name on the door, and it's our reputation on the line. My name is Drew Burns and I am a fee-for-service dentist. This is the Fee-for-Service Dentist Podcast, and these are our stories. Welcome to the Fee-for-Service Dentist Podcast. We have back an old friend and great guest, Dr. Danica Brennan, and she is going to catch us up on what's happening in her world. First and foremost, let's just say hi. How you doing, Doc? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me back on. I'm good. Good to see you. By the way, she's doing her po- her 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 video Zoom driving. So this yeah. is <laughs> this is going to be interesting. But we're good. We're good. So give us a little bit of background for those who didn't catch the first episode. What was happening? Let's fill in some of the blanks, and then let's let's dive right into what's happening now. So um, I was in the military for a while, and then I got out, and I decided to build my own um, fee-for-service office here in Tampa. And um, I know we had talked a little bit about my experiences with construction and 
I don't know if we got into marketing yet or anything like that, but I definitely had some struggles along the way. And um, so we got into that a little bit. So now we're kind of back. I hadn't opened quite yet. We were supposed to have been open when we talked last. But um, I ended up opening November 2nd of last year. So okay, so let's, so let's, let's, go, let's go through a little bit of that timeline. So you guys get the, you get the picture. She was military dentist. She's relocated. She's in Tampa. She wants to do a startup de novo, kind of downtown, right? Tampa, yeah. fee for service startup, and yeah. give give up because I know it was a nightmare dealing with your contractor. I know you. You. I know you. Your family. You were in there putting walls up and everything else, right? How? Mm-hmm. How much was it delayed from when they told you you'd be open to when you actually opened? So they taught and they, you know, I said, hey, like what's average? And they said, you know, 14 to 16 weeks after permitting. And so once permitting ended, we should have been open August 5th. August, and I August no- 5th. August, August 5th. 5th. Yep. And we opened November 2nd. Okay. Now, also... They didn't do a majority of things they were supposed to, and you took over a lot of that. Give us some of that. Yes. The future of fee-for-service dentistry is based in membership patients. If you need help starting your membership plan, or if your plan is too big for your team to manage, visit dentalmembershipdirect.com to set up your free membership growth solution demo with our team. So, um, we, well, what I found out was they're like, they're centered somewhere else, like in another state, and they just opened a vision down here. And they market themselves as dental specific. Well, the person who like started the Florida division ended up getting fired or quit or whatever. And so the person who was in charge, my, my on-site manager was a guy who started with this company, um, when I started with them and he was a medical salesperson. So the person in charge of all of my subs who's supposed to be there every day and understand my project and do all the construction had no dental background and no construction background. So nothing got done. No updated plans got put in. Um, my walls went up, like my framing went up completely wrong. Um, literally everything, any detail was just completely wrong. It was really bad. <laughs> So, so, so right. luckily I had my mom to fix things and we yeah, sort of so, took over the GC position. Yeah. So, so say that again, you, you and your mom went in and, and redid a lot of the carpentry. Um, yeah. So, well, we, we took over the GC position pretty much. We decided we would be there every day and we kind of told them you don't need to be because you're not doing anything and you're no help. Um, so we were there every day managing subs, making sure, coordinating subs, making sure that everybody had the right plans, had everything. And then we even would help stay late. And I learned, well, my mom is an interior designer and she does a lot of flipping houses herself. So we built some of the walls. We did all the tile work. We did, um, I learned how to drywall so I could help fix the drywall things that were wrong. Um, and like, like actually put the drywall back in there, you know, and then mud it and then texture and paint and all of that. So we did, 
yeah, boy, we did a lot. I'll tell you what, I know how to build a dental office now. <laughs> so, so, so let me ask you a question. You were paying that company to do this. How did you, how did you yep. sever the relationship then? What do you, oh, oh, they're not done. Yeah, they're, they're not done. Like it, there's still a leak in my, in my system somewhere. And so like my vacuum comes on every 10 minutes. So my plumber was actually there this morning, drilled into my floor under the concrete to try to find a leak, found out that leak wasn't there. So yeah, they're, they've been trying to get their last payment out of me. And I've been saying, your scope of work is not done. So, um, but, you really, took, but, and, but you took over and you redid their work. Did you have to pay them? And then you still had to do it yourself? Um, yeah. Oh yeah. And I asked for money back and they refused. So yeah, there, there, there's ongoing things with this, but long story short, as long as this episode comes out after I'm done with them, but I'm, I'm not giving them their last payment at all. And it's a significant amount. And I had a lawyer like tell me, Hey, you know, you can probably get a lot more back. And I just said, it's just, honestly, it's not worth it. Like, I just want to not pay them my last payment and be done with it and not go through the stress of, like, a yeah. lawsuit and all this stuff. But I did. I, I I talked to another couple, like, local, actual good contractors who I wish I would have hired from the beginning. And they, I I actually went and made a list. I, I made a, a log, like a diary, every single day that we were there phone calls, texts, conversations, what was happening every single day to show and prove like all of this stuff. And it was like, it's like a, it's like 200 pages long. And I gave it to the construction, the other guy. And he was like, yeah, you're owed like all your money back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I'm just going to say you're, you're proving your point. Yeah. Can yeah. you give us a ballpark yeah. on, on what your contracted fee was with them? Yeah, so I think I paid them for a 2300 built square foot build out from like ground up, not the building, but the inside. Yeah. Um, I think it was ended up being like 375 which I have been told that that was actually a decent deal. And so, um, but like I said, they market themselves as like, we're dental specific. We work with, we have an in-house interior designer and in-house architect. Yeah. We do all this for you, detail oriented. And it just turned out to like completely not be a complete nightmare, honestly. So, so, so 2,300 square feet, they're charging you what, about 140 a square foot? What's, did they get? Yeah, I think, I think that's about right. Yeah. So, um, and then I also paid for like cabinetry through them versus my dental company. Which then I was like, oh my God, this cabinetry is going to be awful. Well, the cabinetry was beautiful. So I will say, I'm glad I did that because I did save a little bit of money there. Um, and so the guy who is like their cabinetry guy up in the other state um, did all the cabinetry and then sent it back down. And he was wonderful. So, so was that on top of the other fee or was that included in the? The Doc Sites provides affordable and effective websites for dentists with no long-term contracts, transparent pricing, and great customer service, starting at only $59 a month. They also provide optional online marketing packages to help increase your online visibility. For special offers, including up to 25% off your website setup, text fee for service to 818-489-489. 9823 818 489 9823
This is a limited time offer, so text now and lock in your savings and visit DocSites for more information. Yeah, so well, then I paid them for all the dental-specific cabinetry, and that was an extra. Well, that was another thing. They told me no matter what, if you get the highest of the highest of the end, it's going to be like, I think they quoted me like 50000 for all the, ca- the dental-specific cabinetry. And... Um, because my original quote, the 375, included, like, break room and setting yeah. labs, you know, baby labs, right? Like, little, yeah, uh, front desk, right? Yeah. Like that. And then um, my, and then I added the dental specific, the, you know, the 12 o'clock and um, things like that. Well, um, when I got my quote, and we, we built, my mom designed the cabinetry with their interior designer, and we didn't do anything crazy. Um, we just did what we did scope, and it ended up being $40,000 more than what they quoted me. And my mom was like, okay, stuff has gone up, but not by $40,000. And I already ke- I kept the existing break room in the office. So, like, that should have been taken out of, I don't know, it just, it was, I was, that was the start of, like, me being really upset. So they so they doubled it. It went from 50 to, to yeah. 40. It was up to 90. That's mm-hmm. That's insane. Okay, yeah. so so you by hook or by crook, you have done it. You have basically willed it, and physically you have done it. And you open yes. two months after, right? From August to no, no, three months. It was supposed to be August, open August fifth, and you September, opened October, November. November. Yeah, three months. Three yes. months. Three mm-hmm. months delay, and at no at no cost to them, at every cost to you. Yes. Yes, and like I had, I had signed on with. So part of the issue was they were like, "We will one hundred percent be ready by this date," and then a month before that, okay. So you said they one hundred percent guaranteed you'd be done by. So they would they would be like we promise we'll be done by you know first it was August fifth then it was like August fifteenth and then it was August twenty eighth and then you know like two weeks before those opening dates they'd be like oh um, you know just kidding it's actually going to be another two weeks um, but we promise we guarantee we'll be open by then and like they did that up until the week of my opening. So I had signed on with, you know, I hired employees. I signed on with all these companies. So I had all this overhead for like three months that I didn't expect to have to pay for that I shouldn't have been paying for. Yeah. Because they promised to be open. Yeah, and computers, was, computer software. Oh, I, remember yeah. That. Yeah, I remember that conversation. Yeah. yeah. Nightmare. So, but yeah, now I'm open, thankfully. So it is great. Okay. Loving it. Okay. So you open November ballpark what's your what's your overhead right now to just be open um i want to say it's anywhere from like 21 up to twenty six thousand a month um that's all in everything literally everything my own loans equipment um you know um employees employees everything yeah That's not terrible. Twenty six. So it just, it just no, it's not too bad. So yeah, my first month I hit, I made about half that. So I didn't have to dip into my working capital too much. 
And then second month, we made overhead, which is great. And this month, we're about uh, on track to be almost like eight or 10,000 over overhead. So doing pretty good, actually. So, so, so you're telling me in three months, you're in the black. In the black, uh, like, like making a little bit of money? That's what in the black means in my book. In the red means you're in debt. <laughs> I've heard in the red. I don't think I've heard in the black. So. Yeah, well, yeah, let me be the first to share it with you. You're going to be in the black this <laughs> one. Yes, I am. Yeah. So we, um, yeah, actually, we are officially in the black this month. So that's good. So talk to me. What have you done? Oh, boy. Well, so I, I have um, a marketing company who I actually fired today. Super excited about that. Um, oh, I was stop, spending... stop, stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a difficult client, okay? <laughs> I'm super excited. I fired him today. Okay. Yeah. So, so um, also dental specific. And I, I just, I, you know, with my specific type of patient. So I, I specialize in a lot of things. I know we talked about that last time a little bit. And I did not want to go the in network, the right. the, you know, new patient special, like all that stuff. So we did things different. Um yeah, we I talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so um what I've been doing that's been working, like Google ads, no. Like that is not right. that literally not a single patient has come in from Google ads. Um social media and I've done it all myself. So I wish I would have taken all that money and started like my Instagram and my Facebook way before and boosted a bunch of posts and spent all that, you know, three grand I'm giving to this marketing company for nothing into social media because that's where everybody is coming from is like really good. Um, you know, I spent, I like traded services, you know, an exam and cleaning for a local photographer to brand for us. And that was great because it's either I sit and do nothing or I have somebody come in and treat services. Um, but I have some really nice, like, really good photography that I have, like, millions of photos now to use on my Insta personal Instagram and um, professional Instagram and Facebook. So we do that. We also do uh, local influencers. So Tampa's really big with a lot of, like, really famous people and local influencers. And so we invite them in for, like, a free teeth cleaning or free teeth whitening in exchange for, like, a big post or a story or a reel or something. And we always get, like, patients out of that, if not them themselves. So that's been really big. And then um, just, like, word of mouth, um, I'm doing a big grand opening next month. So we're also doing, like, a raffle that will all the proceeds are going to a couple local animal rescues that I foster with. So they'll be there. So just like a lot of word of mouth and a ton of ground marketing. I go around and I meet literally everybody that I can in the area, hand out flyers and, you know, just give out my Instagram. There's a lot of Facebook groups of like local meetups, especially in Tampa, a lot of like women owned businesses where they meet up together. So I go and I show my face. It's a lot of work. Like I have put in the work to make this thing actually make money, but um, so it's not like something that you could just sit back and be like, yeah. "Let's just have this office type of office grow." You have to put in the work. Like no joke, I'm slightly drowning in like having no free time, whatever. But well, well you could be a perfect. you could be a passenger or you can be a pilot. Right. right, exactly. And I'm definitely the pilot. This is so, your career. This is your life. You've got everything into it. 
in terms of yes. you built the damn thing, right? You didn't right. just, you, you know, I mean, and that's literal, that you literally built yeah. most of your own space in your own office. So this is going to be a reflection for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really exciting. And uh, talking about the marketing aspect and, and, and the ground marketing, right? And, and mm-hmm. what I hear from you is, is just is beautiful. I'm knocking on doors. I'm bringing flyers. I mean, there's some people that are willing to do that. And there's other people that'll sit back and say, well, no one's showing up. I, I, I have a website, you know. Right, right. No, but, and people like, they like seeing me, the dentist, like actually going around and meeting people. I feel like that does a lot. Um, it shows that you're personable. You're, you know, you get a lot of like stigmas of dentists of like shaping their patients or thinking they're better. I don't know, all these things. And so I'm just something different. And I think that they like that. And they kind of resonate with that. And so um, it helps with all the beautiful murals in my office. I don't know if you've seen that, the street art that I had done. Um, so showing them, they lo- that's like a big attraction as well. It's kind of neat and different. So, yeah. It's got um, your flavor. It's got your vibe. Yeah. So yeah, t- exactly. So tell tell people because they they may not heard the first the type of patient that you're attracting and the type of dentistry that you're doing. It's not just bread and butter. You're not you're not just doing fillings and crowns. What what's some of the things that you're looking for in a, in a patient that you want? So I practice um, biomimetic dentistry, which is uh, basically advanced adhesion. So I have the Theric set up. I do a lot of really good high quality. Like everything is under rubber dam, literally everything, including all my Theric, partial coverage, things like that. Um, non-invasive veneers. So I learned from Marshall Hansen, his his courses, um, where so it's a lot, of, a lot of cosmetic, a lot of really good high-end bread and butter dentistry. And then, um, I mean, I was trained in the military, so I do a little bit of everything. I do endo, extractions, wisdom teeth. I technically have an IV, IV sedation credential. I just don't use it here. Um, not yet. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And um, periosurgery. So I do a little bit of everything. But my, oh, I also built a whitening lounge in my office. So, like, um, it's a big room with a bunch of chairs and an ortho cart. You can get your teeth professionally whitened together with friends. So that's big here. That's been pretty good for, like, bridal parties. It's like a happy hour deal. Just have, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you, we can do two at a time, but it includes, like, you know, wine and bubbly and things. So I White like wine, though, more, right? Like, Not red wine, right? Yes. All teeth stain friendly. <laughs> yeah. And um, so I, I kind of marketed towards like your young professional who lives in South Tampa, who's like 20s, 30s, has some money and just like kind of wants like that just like fun Instagrammable vibe of an office and also some teeth whitening and like a clean, fun cleaning, you know, all that good stuff. And then I also have, I built my office in a very rich area so I can kind of get that like 40 to 50 year old who mom or even dad who wants like really good dentistry, maybe wants to feel like they're young and everything too. I don't do a ton of removables. Like I don't offer dentures and things like that. I didn't really build my office to do those, that kind of dentistry. It's more of your like 20s to 40s um, age range. Who have you hired? What, what's your staff look like? How many people? I have 
one hygienist that she is literal like angels. Love her. She's awesome. Patients come for her, I feel like. And then I have two assistants. Um, they're also front desk. So everybody, including my hygienist, everybody is cross-trained. Everybody does everything, including yeah. myself. We are all with me. You have a front and, desk um, in this I, office is what you have. Yeah. I had one assistant before that I fired the other week, and then I got a new one, and she's awesome. So, yeah, we're, we're there's four of us total. Me, two assistants, and then one hygienist. Okay. And everybody uh-huh. has an idea, so they're answering the phone rings. Anybody can pick it up on two rings, right? Yep. Yep, exactly. Okay. So in yeah. terms of your marketing now, as you're getting busier, are you going to be able to set some time aside to do that yourself, or, or what? Are, what are you going to do? Because you got to keep right. You got to keep priming the pump. Yeah. So um, the new assistant that I hired, she does a lot of social media, so she's kind of taken on some of that stuff, and uh, she's going to start doing some of that. And then once I stop spending so much with my marketing company, I can put that towards social media and have her do that. The ground marketing, well, wait, wait. I still enjoy. Sorry, wait, you, but... you, you said you fired your marketing company. Aren't you done with them now? Yeah, so I have to like finish out January and February. So I'm in oh, a okay. contract with them. Yeah, okay, so, so you got another that, month. Like, you got to work. With them. Yeah, once that's done paying, then I'm, I can actually put that money towards something else. So oh. beware. There's a lot of like contracts with things and. Well, what, well, what what are, what did you learn about the contract then? Because you had you have had a couple of contracts now that have really gone bad. You contract with your contractors, right? Yeah. And your contract yeah. with your marketing company. How did how um, did how did you get out of both of them? Well, I mean, I didn't get out of the contract. The contractors, like the the GCs. Um, I wish I could have, but I could. That was kind of the, the the end point, honestly. And since I was so willing to continue the project myself, like it was like just make it work and take the money back from them. So, but if you're gonna hire a GC, make sure that they have in your contract something that talks about if after a certain point things are not open, um, they need to be paying you per day, like a fee that yes. they owe you back for yeah, every day that you're not open. Yes. And my financial advisor told me that after I already signed my contract and I was like, I get it, but like who would really need that? And now I'm like, God dang it. I wish I would have listened to him. So definitely, definitely have that in your, because they're not motivated. Like they're like, Oh, no big deal. Sorry. It's going to be another month. Like they're not motivated. They're not going to come in after hours. They're not going to come in on the weekend to get your project done because they're, you're in a contract with them, so you're paying them no matter what. And they can, they, if you're not, if you're not like me and you're not there every day and keeping track of exactly why the delays are, they can say delays are from, you know, like construction delays, and then they don't owe you that money back. So, it, like, definitely have that in your contract. And then for like marketing and other contracts, if they require that, I would ask them. You know, well, first of all, like dental specific, if you're that picky about things, don't go dental specific because they, they think that they know everything and they'll try to talk you out of everything. And the, if you if they require a contract, ask them then if you're not happy, what is the 
recourse to like getting out of that contract? Do, do they require you to buy out of it? Um, if you're not happy, like how does that work? And so you're not just stuck if you end up being not happy. How, how did you measure your return on your investment with your marketing company? Um, I have a patient engagement software where we do like paperless forms and um, I had on there, like, where did you hear from us? And so each patient fills that out and I check it and I tally every single new patient that's coming in. And then we ask as well. And so not a single one that everything was either verbal referral, my foster animal foster discount or social media. Not any of them was like, Oh, I saw you on Google or Google ads. So I've just been like, wow, I'm paying $1,500 for Google ads and they're not doing anything. So, um, so when not they, only that, but... But when they sorry. saw this, they pitched you this, right? They said, listen, this is our plan. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. They had to give you something like, oh, you're going to get 20 new patients a month, 30. They had to give you something, right? I mean... I think they did, and I, I don't remember, though. I wish I wish that was the case. I was just talking to another marketing company who actually, it, it's kind of cool. Like, they take a percentage of every new patient exam. Um, that's how you pay them if it comes from their stuff. And so, and they, they, tra they have a way to track that. And I think that's kind of cool because, like, mine, it's like I'm paying a set rate per month, and you may or may not get anything out of it for this company. They're motivated to like get you new patients because they don't get paid if they don't. So I kind of like that idea. I, you know, it's not a dental specific one. It's a different, it's like a friend of mine, but um, yeah, I don't remember. I mean, I was, it was like two years ago. I had no idea about anything and I just sort of went off what the podcast recommended. I didn't look into saying anything. I didn't ask, for any like hey have you worked at this company and it's been good i just sort of went with what they told me to sign up for and i just signed on the dotted line like i didn't really look into it and that was my mistake for not like actually you don't know what you don't know you just assume a dental specific company knows what they're talking about and you would trust that they're doing it well did they well, do your did um, they do your website too um, so yes and no, um, we, I almost fired them at the beginning off of that one because they, um, uh, wanted to have, have a template, even though I paid for a fully custom. So what you see on my website, my mom and I built, they did the coding for it, but we built it and they told me, we don't like your website. It's not SEO friendly. And I said, I don't care. I love it. And um, so there was that too. Was it? Is it WordPress? What, what's the? What's your uh, thing? Is it what? Sorry. Is it WordPress? Is that the communication? WordPress? Oh, you mean like how? Yeah, like if you're. I, I don't think I fully change, understand what you're asking. You're going to change some of your your banners or your pages or your information. Is it word? What do you? What's what's your program? Oh. I don't know. So they, they do all of my website hosting right now. So I'm, I'm not sure. Um, I am going to take over that. You said you and your mom. So, so what we did was we put together like a, a PDF 
and like a PowerPoint. And I use colors and pictures and text. And my mom does the stuff pretty neat. And so then I sent that over to them. And then they we went back and forth. So no, we didn't actually build it like on a website, building website. We sort of just gave them like the, gave it on a little janky PDF <laughs> kind you of know, deal. Do you know how it's performing then? Um, yeah, I have my, it's, it's doing pretty well, actually. I have my, um, I can log in to like the dashboard and it shows me. So that is something that like we have friends who do this for a living and I'm going to have them like show me how to get into all this stuff and learn about this stuff as well. Once we start taking over everything and doing it ourselves. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, but that was that. So the website, was that separate from the people who are doing your marketing for your office or they're the same? Um, no, they're all the same. It's like all encompassed into one. So it's one company. So for $3,000 a month, they built your website and they do your SEO and Google ads and all that stuff. Yeah, they do. They do Google ads, SEO, website hosting. Um, I get swell through them. Um, I mean, I can give you numbers on how much everything is individually, and I've heard it's like ridiculous. Well, do you pay your Google ads on top of the that I'm paying them for? So, are your Google ads on top of the Google ads on what? Sorry, are your Google ads on top of the three thousand a month? They're included with it. Okay. So you have any idea yeah. how much you're spending? You're spending, you said $1,500 a month or $1,200 a month earlier, you said. Yeah. So I thought I was only spending $500 a month on Google ads until my meeting today. And I found out I'm spending 1500. So it's a thousand towards the ad. It's 500 for them to manage it is what it is. So, so, so of your $3,000 budget, half of it, half of it is going towards Google ads. Yeah, and then I think 700 is SEO, and then the rest of it is just like Google hosting, Swell, um, other little add-ons. Okay. And your software package, your practice management software? I have Open Dental. Open Dental. Yeah, that was one of the fees that you had going for the three months while you were waiting, right? Yes. Yep, uh-huh, yeah. Okay. All right. So anything else you'd like to share? Any other tips that you'd like to pass along? The things that you've learned that we can all learn from some of your, I'm not going to call them mistakes, but some of your learning curve. <laughs> definitely, definitely mistakes. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, um, learning curve steps. You just learned it the hard way. I mean, I think, the biggest thing is like if you're if you're gonna open your own office like have there's a lot more, I was pretty anal about like how much I spent and how much I was going to spend and how much money we had saved up like make sure you know you, you have enough money that you're not just relying on like working capital to keep open um, do a lot more marketing ground marketing social media marketing months before you open um, and just I guess, depending on what type of, how involved you really want to be, I think determines the type of office that you should, you know, open and stuff. Fee-for-service startup is not easy whatsoever, but you kind of have to make it work. 
and um, I'm still struggling and still learning, but I am making it work, so it's definitely doable. And, um, yeah, and if anybody has any questions, I'm always happy to answer anything. They can reach out on my Instagram or um, uh, email or whatever is easiest. Now, when you started, would you say you were comfortable (laughs) Public speaking, scared of public speaking. How would you how would you address that now? Um, I like public speaking if it's something that I'm comfortable talking about. So, like teeth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I love one on one speaking. What you can do for them? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, like patient, like one on one patients. Like I love, love, love that. I love. But um, when it comes to, like, big groups, if it's something I'm not super familiar talking about, they forced us to do that a lot in the military. I didn't love it. But if it was projects that I knew really well, yeah, I'm pretty comfortable public speaking. I have a hard time with, like, going to these marketing meetups and meeting new people and being like, hey, do you like teeth? <laughs> you know, awkward, like, these conversations to meet up with these, with these other women or whoever. My husband is actually, he's my little social butterfly. He's so good at that. So I usually bring him along, and he's really good at going and starting conversations with people and, and that kind of stuff. So he's helped me, too, with all of that. Well, can you um, or have you, like, like let's say a PTA or, you know, um book club or you know different different organizations and you're saying you know you're a dentist you're a professional like hey i i'd be willing to come to talk to you know we had a group in town called monday moms so you know Mm -hmm. the the kids they got daycare for the kids and then they got together and they would bring in different speakers you know so uh is there anything like that that you have um available and you've got like a little presentation you can put together right hold on Yeah, so I've actually reached out to a lot of different schools and moms groups and have offered to do like mom's night or education days for kids or or even for moms who, you know, we do a lot of like holistic stuff in our office too. I'm pretty well versed in, in that kind of dentistry as well. And so I've offered to to do all of that. I haven't set anything up quite yet, but it's on my radar to do. Well, February is Dental Children's Health Month. That's a good time to get out in the community. Yeah, so that's what I'm trying to get at was a couple different schools during that time. So. Those those moms groups are great. You know, you're 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 putting yourself in front of an audience of patients that you're you know that people that you would like to see as patients. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's great stuff. Okay, so. Have you written some of your goals down and what you'd like to see happen? So so we're going to say you had a November 1 start, like where you'd like to be come November or at the six-month window, like let's say June or December. Like have you written down some of those things for yourself? Um, Not really, honestly. Um. I think December, 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 I do have a goal. So my husband's getting out of the military in December. So I would like to be supplementing our income by that point. So that way he can go back to school. Um, but oh, until then, start, I... You're going to start supplementing this month. Come on, go ahead. <laughs> 
yeah, so until then, I'm just sort of uh, working my way up there, I guess. So I haven't really sat and written down anything. It's just kind of all in my head of like, I want to get to, you know, 50,000 production in the next couple months and then just kind of, kind of keep moving up from there. So. Okay. You got to do me, you got to, you got to, you got to do me a favor. You got to promise you'll set aside a block of time and just write down a couple of thoughts for yourself. Those goals, put them down. Cause you had, you're so driven and goal oriented. You know, and I know I heard you what you said. It's all in your head. Just, just, right. just, just jot some of those things down so you can refer to them. Because you're, you are right now in the middle of the forest, right? And and you're so busy with the trees. I just want you to make sure you step back and take a look at that whole forest every now and then, and just right. helps you. Um, I think it just helps you reset your uh, your your uh, your uh, compass. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're, you're sure. going to kill it. There's no question about it. You're driven. You you are not afraid to walk the walk. That's for damn sure. So <laughs> this is really I appreciate cool. it. Okay. Anything else you'd like to share? We'll wrap up here in a minute or two. Um, Not really. I guess the only other thing was I like love this podcast. One of the girls you had on here prior has become like one of my like besties over Instagram um after listening to her episode and so um it's just i'm glad that you guys are doing this it's, it's awesome to listen to the yeah listen let me to guess the episode. let me guess it was laura uh yeah the well from smiles from the pines layla oh layla street yeah layla streets yeah she's sweet yeah yeah, yeah we've, we've so. had some great guests i am so i am it's like my life is full and a lot yeah, of nice. people like yourself, and I, I just, you know, it just charges my batteries. That's for damn sure. Right. Uh, I know. So, anyways, I just wanted to like. I'm happy that you guys are still doing this podcast because it is. Well, it, it is. I like. I don't want to say life changing, but like definitely life changing. I don't want to sound cheesy, but you know, like these podcasts are what like motivated me to do this Thank kind you. of stuff. Thank you. We've been, we've been trying to talk about putting together a little summit, and uh, I, I do think that the wheels are in motion. So uh, that's all I'll say now. And as things get going a little more, I'll fill everybody in. So awesome! Yeah, we, need, we cool. need to get we need to get our people together and talk. So best of luck to you. Obviously, stay yeah. in touch. And do you want to give? Any, uh, just send me a, if you can a quick bio again with your contact information. Cause I know people are going to want to reach out to you cause your, your story is awesome. Sure. Okay. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. Yep. And tell them anytime they can reach me. I'm, I'm easily reachable on Instagram, especially. So All right. look out Tampa. I got some friends down there, by the way, live downtown. I'll send them your way. Yeah. Tell them to come check out my grand opening February 11th. There you so. go. Thank you. Yeah, cool. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the fee-for-service dentist podcast. If you would like to share your fee-for-service story, please fill out our contact form at ffsdentistry.com. Also, be sure to join our fee-for-service dentistry Facebook group. For help starting your dental membership plan, visit dentalmembershipdirect.com and membershipmastercourse.com. Finally, for help with in-house financing, visit dentalfinancingdirect.com. And don't forget, your story is what you make of it. This is your name on the door and your reputation on the line. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time.